right, welcome back. This is episode two of the Astro Daddy podcast. This is Danny Santos with Dr. Tammy Hunter. Hello, Hello, how's it going? Good. How's it going with you? Oh, absolutely fabulous. Love the name. Thank you. You know, I've got to bring out that big daddy energy. <laughs> um, and like I talked about on the last episode, the reason I started this podcast is because I want to use the astrological birth chart as a springboard to learn more about people's lives. Mm-hmm. How, I love that. Yes. How you are living out your stars and how everyone's got a karmic destiny, a okay. life contract. Uh, other themes are going to be spirituality, plant medicine, sexuality, mm-hmm. and anything else under the stars. And I think we're going to have a little drama today. Ooh, <laughs> just a little bit of our conversation before we got started today. Oh, Lord. Um, actually, why don't we start there <laughs> before okay. we go into your birth chart? So uh, tell us uh, who you are, what okay. you do, and where we can find you. Okay, so um, I actually am known as the hypnosis doctor. On TikTok. On TikTok. Instagram too. Instagram too. I do more of TikTok just because I'm more familiar with it. And yeah, it's, yeah. It seems to be more interactive for yeah. me. And I have a PhD in metaphysical humanistic science. Yes. And From I, where? Uh, the uh, Metaphysical Humanistic Institute in Florida. Hell yeah. Uh, a uh, master's in parapsychology, and I also have a diploma in clinical hypnotherapy. Aha. Uh-huh. And for those of us who don't know, what is clinical hypnotherapy? Clinical hypnotherapy is actually when you go to college for it and you learn how to use it in a clinical setting. Aha. Uh-huh. So it's just differentiates you from others who may take a weekend course yeah yeah Yeah. you're run-of-the-mill hypnotherapist right right actually you can't you're not supposed to call yourself a hypnotherapist (laughs) unless you have the degree unless you have the degree. that's right baby (laughs) we got the hypnosis doctor in the house so uh Mm -hmm. as you told me once before medical insurance does not cover hypnotherapy why Mm -hmm. well in my opinion it's because it works Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they're not out here trying to heal us, y'all. So we got to heal ourselves. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> or seek out Dr. Tammy. And actually, astrology is healing. And mm. when we get to that point in my chart, uh-huh. I'm going to tell you why I say Okay. That. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, but let's just start off talking while we're on the subject of TikTok. Okay. We were having a little conversation beforehand about mm-hmm. some of the drama and intensity that you're experiencing on your TikTok page. Uh-huh. So it uh, seems as though because of this right here, this <laughs> I started my TikToks. With this, just answering questions, and everybody's what questions. is that you have in your hand? Uh, it is a pendulum. Uh-huh. And uh, I use it in conjunction with my spirit board. I'll explain this a little later, but, you know, I'll do a yes and a no. Does my crush love me? Is he going to leave Am me? Am I pregnant? Yes. Am I pregnant? <laughs> but you don't answer those ones, <laughs> I, I don't believe. answer those on TikTok. Because <laughs> everybody's asking that in the comments. I've been on your lives, girl. <laughs> Right, ask me that. But I'm thinking, I'm considering doing just a, a mommy show. Yeah. Okay. So recently, because of this pendulum, seems as though I am being attacked. Uh-huh. Both psychically <laughs> and TikTok-wise. <laughs> so a lot of people have an assumption <laughs> that this is related to devil's work. Uh-huh. If that's how you believe, okay. But they tend to want to project it onto me or my page. And so I'm really not one to take it lying down. And so the ones I kind of see fit to repost, I repost in an intellectual way. Uh To actually show the hypocrisy. Because, you know, this pendulum is all about energy, right? What else in the Christian world is energy? Prayer. Uh Uh-huh. Well, what I say all the time in my own practice is there's no difference between a spell and a prayer. That's right. Same work. That's right. 
So as you're getting uh, on all of these comments on your page, we've got people saying you're you're doing the devil's work. Uh-huh. They have me in the pits of fire, <laughs> burning in hell. <laughs> well, you're wearing red, baby. So. I mean, woo! It's very Christian. <laughs> yes, and as we learned from your the last episode with your sister, Dr. Stephanie, mm-hmm. you guys grew up in a very religious household. I did. We actually grew up as uh, Pentecostal. Pentecostal. Yeah. Yeah. And I have had so many demons cast out of me. <gasps> I can remember my neck being hurt uh, from having, you know, my head thrust back uh-huh. so hard, or I have been slapped. But not by a demon or a ghost or a poltergeist? No, by people praying. Oh, my God. Yeah. They slap the devil out of you. I have had the Bible hit me numerous times to get the devil out of me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, and I never, ever, ever understood where the devil was. Mm -hmm. I I never... How old were you? I was young. I would say between... Five and six to eleven and twelve. This oh my was going God. on. That's quite traumatic for a child to be experiencing that. It is to see my mother and my family members speak in tongues and jump up and down and scream and holler and fall to the floor and roll. It's traumatizing. Yeah. What What did you think as a five year old? It never made sense to me. Uh-huh. I couldn't understand it. Why was this? demon being cast out of me and I didn't feel the demon in there. I didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. And I guess this is on like going back to TikTok. One of the triggers for me with being condemned is actually related to these years. Mm. The hypocrisy within it, there was a family member that was a leader of Mm -hmm. the family. Right. And what this family member said, it was, you know, what went. And I was shamed. Mm. I was shamed, sexually shamed. And all the while that I was sexually shamed, this family member's younger member was molesting me. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry to hear that. And I never spoke up, but it's so interesting, the hypocrisy Uh within it. Yeah. And that's kind of like very similar between the religious extremism and like advocating. Oftentimes these religions are asking for like love and connection and intimacy and, Mm -hmm. you know, really creating a connection with God. Meanwhile, it's toxic behind the scenes. There is a difference between religion and faith. Mm-hmm. What would you say it is? Religion speaks in the name of God. Faith has a relationship with God. Religion condemns and shames. Faith does not. Faith doesn't need to. Yeah, it makes sense. And everything that you're talking about, actually, we see it in your astrology. So when we look at the past life placement in your birth chart, this is what we would call the South Node. It's mm-hmm. in Scorpio. That's the sign your soul knows trauma, intensity, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> trauma, intensity, death and rebirth, mm-hmm. being yeah. demons being cast out. That's the Scorpio sign to do exorcism. That's Scorpio's karmic pur- purpose. And then the placement of that past life is in the family sector of the birth chart. Oh, well, there you go. So coming from a religious background, and then also the sexual abuse you experienced. Mm-hmm. So it's front and center. That is the karma that your soul knows. It's past lives and it's the beginning of this lifetime. Mm-hmm. So you're here to move beyond, to transcend that in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. And actually. And didn't you tell me that I was supposed to, the Scorpio, I was supposed to take on all the, the trauma? Yes, of, of and the then transmute it. Yeah. So Scorpio is the sign of healing generational patterns mm-hmm. because it's the past life sign. You're here to kind of like, well, it's ruled by the root chakra and the sacral chakra. Mm-hmm. So it's about eliminating, expelling things. Mm-hmm. So you're here to expel the generational trauma of your family to then mm-hmm. achieve destiny, which is Taurus, mm-hmm. the sign of stability, pleasure, sensuality, reality. Scorpio is the underworld. Taurus is the overworld. 
And it's in the sector of the birth chart that has to do with career. So you're here to oh, actually create your own stability by making your own money, having a flourishing career, having a home that you love, a place where you're safe, and escaping all of the trauma of the family. So talk to me a little bit about how you've seen that throughout your life. Well, I feel like if you were to name trauma, I would be the poster child. For uh -huh. There is so much trauma that I have endured throughout my life, and I have always held it in. I've never spoken my mind. I've never spoken up. And then something happened when I was 38. Eight, I got a divorce after 20 years of marriage. Uh -huh. And it's like I became a new person. Interesting. And I am 55 now. I am not the person I was the first half of my life. Yeah. And I will not be backed in a corner. Uh-huh. And that's like you protecting your stability. Well... Instead of protecting others. Uh, well, How about that? Cancer is one of your past life signs. Mm -hmm. So we've got cancer and really? Scorpio. Really? Because it's all cancer, everything. Uh, you've got a lot of cancer <laughs> in the birth chart. But cancer is the sign of developing intimacy, emotionality, really caring for and creating attachment for the group. It's the archetypal mother. Mm -hmm. You've done a mothering as far as it can take you at this point in your soul's development. Mm -hmm. That you actually need to move towards Capricorn, mm -hmm. which is the sign of finding yourself. It's the energy of going to work every day, creating a job. It's the energy of saying, this is who I am. It's mm -hmm. no longer about nurturing the group anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're here to nurture yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. So That's exactly right. I feel that the first half of my life, I perfected the maternal aspect of myself. Uh-huh. It's your comfort zone, your Scorpio, or excuse me, your Cancer, Sun, Cancer rising, Mercury in Cancer, and then past life in the fourth house, which is Cancer. Oh. You've perfected <laughs> Cancer. You can't do it any better yeah. and make progress as a soul. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you got to go to Capricorn now. Uh, Capricorn? Capricorn's your destiny sign. No, and not Taurus. Taurus. Both oh. of them. You got both in your birth chart. Okay. Which are Earth signs. Okay. You're here to create stability. Well... It feels like the second half of my life, I, I have perfected uh, the, uh, the maternal. The second half, I feel like I'm working towards the paternal. Yeah. But it's interesting because I use one aspect with the other. One aspect, the maternal aspect has really, really taught me a lot. I could not have been a strong paternal figure without that maternal. Uh-huh. It's interesting. Yeah. So you're here to And really I use that in my practice as well. Tell me more about it. Well, like when I'm talking with a client, uh, helping a client uh, in session, I can be the nurturing. I can feel, um, you know, I understand. I know where you're coming from. I can totally get where you're going. But let me tell you what we got to do. <laughs> <laughs> you put it front and center. That's how Capricorn is. That's how that sign functions. It's like, here's the list of the things we got to do. Let's do it. <laughs> That's you know? exactly right. What's really pinging in my ears is that you and your sister, Dr. Stephanie, mm -hmm. you guys have uh, two of your destiny signs are opposite to each other. So her destiny is cancer and she's already done Capricorn. Mm -hmm. One of your destiny signs is Capricorn and you've already done cancer. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're bringing the vulnerability, the attachment, the emotionality that she's looking for mm -hmm. in this lifetime. You are that cancer archetype that, mm -hmm. that just fulfills her soul on such a profound level. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe there's something professionally or like about mm -hmm. developing yourself that she teaches mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Can you say a little bit about that? Well, I can see that because we're always, well, let me tell you what you need to do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you why that's not working. This is what you need to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we know it. I mean, if it's if that's the case, we know we've lived it. We know what, how to look at things and where to go. Yeah, yeah. So, it it just makes a lot of sense. And mm -hmm. let's talk about stability as a concept. How do you feel like you're adopting or developing that in your life after leaving all of this trauma behind? Well, 
people have left my life. I would say most people have left my life. Most circumstances have left my life. Yeah. And except for my sister, I have my two sons, my adult sons. Mm. But um, it's me. It's me. You know, it's do or die. Yeah. So you've you've been the nurturer, you've been the mother, you've been the person to take care of the group. And now this time around, it's mm -hmm. who am I? Mm -hmm. And who am I and recognize me for it. Mm. Beautiful. That's mm -hmm. actually profound. And mm -hmm. if we talk about your TikTok videos, you know, back mm -hmm. to the pendulum swing, mm -hmm. how do you feel like this is giving you that outlet to really develop that sense of this is who I am? Well, it actually fulfills the uh, mother need because, you know, even if you don't agree with it, mm -hmm. whether you're religious or not, if you don't agree with it, okay, but it gives people hope, you know, and that's what a mother's going to do. Yeah. A mother's going to try to provide some hope. There are videos where the answer is not in their favor. But, you know, I have to kind of put it in a way that people can hear people can with hear. a lot of love. That's I've right. seen you. You say, like, seek out therapy, seek yeah. out that you, you offer solutions. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, so and as some other things we've got in your birth chart is your career sign is Aries. So Aries is the sign ruled by the phrase, I am who I am. So you're here to be mm -hmm. yourself, to have mm -hmm. that personality, that fire in your work. Okay. But we've got Saturn right on top of it. Mm -hmm. So this is something that's really achieved in the second half of life. Okay. So well, that makes sense because I went back to school as an adult. How old were you? Uh -huh. I was, oh, 40, I guess. Really? Yeah. And that's when you made the decision to become uh -huh. a hypnotist. It's like my life was one way the first half. It's so interesting uh -huh. and it's completely different the second half. Well, you're here to move it's away. It's like, you know what? Mine is reversed <laughs> from, um, from most people. Sure. I got married when I was 18 and I had babies young and I stayed married for 20 years. I mean, it's everything for me is reversed, but you know, that's okay. Well, that's part of that destiny though, because you had family, kids, marriage, mm -hmm, coming mm -hmm. from the traumatic family, mm -hmm. and then you, <laughs> you know, you left the Pentecostal, you left it all behind, and you went towards yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. Why hypnotherapy? I am everything mystical and magical. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes along with, you know, the the cognitive portion too, the talking, the guiding or the coaching, the helping, the nurturing, all of that goes along. And if you think about it, I, I, I find it fascinating in session when I have someone in hypnosis and they trust me that much that they are able to submit to me helping them uh-huh surrender it is just amazing to me and i am I, I when i see that i feel so grateful for the opportunity to be in someone's life that they allow me to do this for them it's amazing yeah well can you talk about some of the results that you've seen working with some well i would say the ones that are going to stand out is uh, the pregnancies <gasps> i have helped several women conceive actually i have a to I conceive i thought you were going to say to give birth <laughs> <laughs> no 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 uh to conceive and i actually have a client she said that uh, that's all she says is dr tammy got me pregnant dr tammy got me pregnant <laughs> And she said one day she She's was saying lucky that if you got her pregnant. She said that in front of a group, and her husband said, "Would you please stop saying that?" She did not get you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> he did. So, what did you do to help these women? Uh, that's my little secret. Ooh, book a session. <laughs> hey. Yeah, that's my secret. But it's the same thing as any other change in mm. hypnosis. Okay. It is all about how you see something. Mm. And you got to remember that all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. I cannot make you do anything. Uh -huh. 
even, you know, you think about these people that do stage hypnosis. Sure. Those people aren't making them, you know, quack like a duck. All hypnosis is self-hypnosis. Because you could be laying there and say, uh, no, that's not going to happen. I don't feel that. I'm not, you know, into that. So everything that, every all the change within your mind is going on because of you, not not because of me. I'm just there to help you help you. Uh-huh. So when you work with hypnosis, what are some of the more unusual things that can happen with a client? If they're resisting the process or... Well, I have a saying that if I can't get you into hypnosis, nobody can. Ah. But there are a few times that someone does not go into hypnosis and I feel that it is out of control. Yeah. And... And maybe they're not ready. Well, and you people know. might have reservations. They might have difficulty with surrendering. Mm -hmm. I find, right. you know. Or maybe they don't want to change. Maybe they're not ready to change. Oh, mm -hmm. Well, let's talk and about people okay. that aren't ready to change. In that energy, change has to be something that we, first of all, do within ourselves. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how with hypnosis, you can't, like you just said, you can't make anybody do what they don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Just like you can't hypnotize somebody into being someone they're not. That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. You know, it's like someone says, well, can you uh, help me lose 20 pounds? My husband's on me to lose 20 pounds. Do you, are you ready to lose the weight? Do you want to lose the weight? No. I, I can't do nothing. Uh -huh. I, I, if you're not wanting <laughs> to, to make the change, I can't do that for you. I'm not a magician. Yeah. Right? I can't do that. Yeah. I, if I could do that, I would be ruling the world. <laughs> The only thing that I can help you do is on an unconscious level, help you do you. That's yeah, all. Yeah. That's all I can do. So do you have any clients that you specifically won't work with? Like anything? Yes. Chemical addiction. Chemical addiction, which would include? Well, alcohol, drugs, um, anything like that. I don't do that because of countertransference. I was raised in a, a family with a mother that is an addict every family member, I mean, is, has struggled with something yeah, uh, or related to. And I just, I can't do it. Yeah. But uh, I do, I see mostly trauma, a lot of trauma, a lot of inner child. Yeah, which you're familiar with because you come from trauma right. in the past life. So you're, you've developed that skill of dealing with trauma. Uh-huh. That you actually get to use right. it. Right. And, you know, whether, you know, in, in psychology, you would call it trauma. Spirituality, you would call it an empath. Whatever you call it, I possess it. Mm -hmm. Been there, done that. Let me tell you, I know exactly how you're feeling, and I know why you're feeling that, and I know how I can help you move forward. Yeah, that. and it's in your birth chart. It's almost as if the act of healing other people's trauma helps remove yours as well. I can see that. So one of my favorite... Well, and that's most people. Right, right. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite phrases is research is me-search. So uh -huh. anytime we're doing something, it uh -huh. gives us that opportunity to, to help ourselves as well. Right. Well, I would say anybody that um, does any form of therapy work is doing that yeah. consistently. Well, there's an archetype known as the wounded healer. Mm -hmm. So the best healers in the world often suffer the most intense pain. Mm -hmm. And as your sister tells me all the time, we can only take our clients as far as we've gone mm -hmm. ourselves. That's right. So you've done the work. You fought tooth and nail to live that authentic self mm -hmm. and to be your, your highest mm -hmm. self. Mm -hmm. uh, what words of encouragement would you have for anybody who wants to change but is having difficulty? I would say always keep an open mind. Whatever you believe, there could be something else that could help. Then, you know, it may not be the norm. It may not be what everybody else believes in. But keep an open mind. Who knows? Yeah. What could help you change? Absolutely. And when people come to, you know, me or you, we do unconventional or what mm -hmm. I call integrative healing. Mm -hmm. uh, we're using maybe more holistic techniques or things mm -hmm. that are outside of what Western medicine would call, mm -hmm. you know, legitimate. Mm -hmm. How do you think somebody going to come for a hypnotherapy session or an astrology session might benefit even if they don't believe? that those things will work? Well, I, I, I think that 
hypnotherapy and astrology, there's going to be two different sets of clients, two different sets of reasons. Because like I could see someone that is coming in for uh, pain management. Okay. And I wouldn't see a client for that. Not with my astrology, at least. Maybe I'll do Reiki or something. Yeah. Right. Right. But this question will lead me back to uh, what I was going to say in the very beginning. beginning. Yeah. And that is having something to do with Venus. Okay. And I'll share something with you after you explain what's going on. Okay. So you want me to look at Venus in your birth chart? Yes. All right. So you've got Venus in the sign of Virgo. And Virgo is that sign that is very focused on details, organization, perfection. And then we've also got the asteroid of marriage on top of it. So Virgo can also kind of be like the scissors. So it's sometimes we see divorce possible with that Venus alignment. Mm -hmm. Uh, And in your birth chart, Venus makes a hard aspect to the moon, the mother. So there's something about your personal life, the emotions, the internal, the mother or the or the family life and love or romance that they're kind of in conflict with each other. So that's a major thing that we're seeing in your chart. Okay. So what I will share, uh, and I hope everybody's sitting down for this one, (laughs) uh, is that is so true because after 20 years of marriage, I learned that my mother was having an affair with my husband. Oh, my God. I remember we, we had talked about this. And after you told me that, I kind of, you know, it, it it really didn't affect me as much on the husband part as it did the mother part. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it's like so my mother. You know, you think of your mother as being a protector, a guider, you know, a healer, a nurturer, and that's yeah. my mother. And then after you told me that, I sat with my sister. I cried all night because I knew what I had to do. The next day I got up and I told my sister, I can't be a victim of this because if Danny's right, and that was in my birth chart, mm. that was some type of an agreement then she played her part. Uh-huh. She mastered her role. So I've got to master mine. Wow. You never told me that. <laughs> <laughs> so what really blows my mind is your destiny signs in your birth chart. So the what you're moving towards mm-hmm. is Taurus and mm-hmm. Capricorn. Well, okay. Taurus is ruled by Venus. So we've got that okay. that Venus piece in there. That's part what is of it? oh God, what part, does it mean? <laughs> well, it's part of the destiny to move towards whatever lessons Venus has in your birth chart. Your, okay. your past life signs are Scorpio and Cancer. So we have to look, well, Cancer is ruled by the moon. These okay. are the two planets that are at war with each other in your chart that led to this exact scenario unfolding. So it's part of your soul contract in this lifetime to walk through the journey of your mother having an affair with your husband, ultimately leading to your split, your divorce, etc. Mm-hmm. But that's why you have to move away from the, the mother in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's not about that relationship. It's not about taking ownership of that trauma anymore. It's about owning it, transmuting it, and then letting it go. Mm-hmm. So it is a soul contract in your birth chart mm-hmm. to really allow yourself to be liberated from the, the mm-hmm. lessons of the mother. Mm-hmm. So, which yeah, blows you know, my mind. It, it really, it, that, that really made a difference. And that would answer the question you had about somebody coming for healing yeah. to see you is uh, something being told like that. Mm. If the person's ready to heal, because I could be a victim of it, or I could choose to find, you know, my role, my part, my healing in it. And um, I did confront her. She passed away in December and I did confront her since we spoke that day. Yes. Well, I didn't know this either. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I did confront her. I did it in front of the family uh, or I should say my siblings and then their children. But so that that brought me some healing to not only confront her, 
but to speak the truth. Yeah. Yeah, and it makes a lot of sense. I mean, to to we know Capricorn is another one of your destiny signs. Uh-huh. Being yourself, finding yourself, advocating for mm-hmm. yourself. Rather than caring mm-hmm. about the group, the intimacy of the group, the comfort of the group, mm-hmm. you've mo- you're moving away from that to mm-hmm. say, like, this is what happened to me. Yeah. Was it received when you confronted? I don't think anything is ever received or was ever received by my mother. Uh, I mean, if you look at the circumstance in which I had to confront, you can understand that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if she even cared. Yeah. I mean, you don't know that anyway. Well, and as someone, who, uh, as someone who's a professional astrologer, it's <laughs> moments like this that really reinforce. Actually, let me let me correct myself. Please, please. She may have said, "I'm sorry." I'm not sure. She uh, she, uh, she may have said, "I'm sorry, Tammy." Uh, she may have. I, I'm not sure, but I want to throw that out there. Okay. You know, and she might still come back in spirit. Yeah. No. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> I see your sister in the corner like, no, 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 no. No, That's thing. forbidden. No, no, okay. no, no. Boundary. There, done that. Boundaries. <laughs> well, I just want to say it's cases like this that really reinforce my belief in astrology. Yeah. You know, and it, this happens when I do sessions with clients, stories like this come out, maybe not to this degree because you're living that Scorpio past life. <laughs> so you come in with the heavy trauma, <laughs> but it really mm-hmm. astrology might not heal the issue, but it can bring the awareness to start. That's right. That's right. And you know? I think that that's what hypnosis does. Uh-huh. It brings awareness. Can you say more about that? Well, when you're in hypnosis, it's kind of like when you're asleep. Because the conscious mind will kind of drift off and then we're left just to heal the unconscious mind. And this is why it's important to be careful what you're listening to when you're asleep because you're in a hypnotic state. (gasps) Yeah, yeah, you're talking directly to the unconscious mind. My aunt used to listen to this tape while she was sleeping. Weight loss. Yes. <laughs> and it would say, like, imagine yourself in your favorite dress. You're walking down the stairs, going to this party in your favorite dress. And she lost the weight to fit into the dress. Yeah. It worked. Yeah, it does work. Also, you know what else works for change? Uh, and people, oh, my gosh, my clients will say, that doesn't work, that doesn't work, that doesn't work. <laughs> it's affirmations. Affirmations do work because through repetition, the mind believes what it's told. Uh Okay. And this is kind of what we do in hypnosis. We're just reinforcing over and over uh, the change that needs to be made. But the conscious mind is not there to say, "Uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. That's not it. Well, and there's that great audiobook that that Dr. Stephanie turned me on to. Mm-hmm. It's like Louise Hayes' oh. affirmation, or was uh-huh. that you? Yeah, it was that me. was you. Yeah. That was you. That the affirmation work. Uh-huh. And what? Let me just say that to anybody that's listening, is that's a great way to start. Is Louise Hay has a positive affirmation. You uh, can get on YouTube for free, you guys. Yeah, it's on there for free. Yeah, <laughs> it's just audiobook. Yeah, and what she'll say is something like, "I." Forgive myself. I'm just giving this as an example. And then she'll pause and she'll give you an opportunity to say it and then you'll say it together. But it's a great way to get started with affirmations in regards to loving yourself or even in regards to uh, working with affirmations. Then after you get used to that, because a lot of people, when you say um, I lovingly accept myself, they're like, oh, no, I don't I don't except myself uh-huh. and it's hard but then once you get used to that feeling that's when change is going to be made because the mind is starting to accept it right so then what you can do is go on your phone or make a voice recording of your own affirmations uh-huh. what resonates with you oh and record yeah. your own and voice. record your own uh-huh. this is what i tell my clients uh record your own Give yourself the space needed to repeat it and then move on because what resonates with us more other than our own voice, right? <laughs> yeah, really. And do it in the car. You know, turn That's the radio off and do it in the car. Okay, so this is Dr. Tammy's hot tip to have self-hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. Record your own voice. That's right. That is a beautiful tip. Uh-huh. So, well, I, I'm absolutely thrilled by that idea because if someone's coming to 
for for transformational work. I mean, mm -hmm. that's what we do. Astrology, mm -hmm. hypnosis, mm -hmm. we're just bringing the problems out. Mm -hmm. But we're not magicians that make the change happen that's over right. time. What right. I always say is we're facilitators mm -hmm. to your healing yourself. Mm -hmm. That's right. So that's exactly right. We can't do it for you. Nobody can do the work for you. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, like, you. I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to hire a fitness instructor. Uh -huh. And you can go to that workout three times a week, four times a week, five times a week. I did CrossFit for five times a week and didn't lose any weight for a year and a half. Oh, my gosh. I gained some great muscle. But, honey, I was trying to lose this this belly fat, okay? <laughs> uh, and it's because I wasn't eating clean. Uh -huh. You know? I was eating enough protein to maybe get a more toned butt. Well, and maybe you weren't ready to lose it. Maybe you thought you were, yeah. but you really weren't. Well, and now at this stage of my healing process, I'm, I'm recovering from an eating disorder. And yeah. I'm 29 pounds down. Congratulations. Thank you. But that's from eating regular increments during the day, eating a healthier diet, like... Nobody could make me make those changes. It's all from food. It's yeah, not the cr CrossFit. No, no, I'm not even doing CrossFit anymore, oh. baby. <laughs> so I do want to go back at some point, mm -hmm. but but it what helped me in that case was my work with my plant medicine doing the ayahuasca, mm. and it brought out a different trauma that I hadn't dealt with yet. That then led the me, eating. yeah, well, that helped me uncover. Mm -hmm. You need to deal with your eating disorder. Mm -hmm. It was my love of drama. Oh. You know, being oh, somebody no. who, who always needed a distraction or who needed mm -hmm. to cover up difficult emotions with thrilling behaviors like eating fast food in the middle of the night, having exciting hookup sex. Like Oh. So it's not just food. It's well, not yeah, I guess it would be self destructive behaviors. But once I got that uncovered and started to look at that. That's when the healing began. Oh, good for you. Well, that's probably when you started loving yourself on a deeper level. Exactly. So, but people can come to you for hypnosis to help uncover things like this. Mm -hmm. That's right. You know, that's right. Because it's interesting when they're laying in hypnosis and I'll take them in a direction that we've decided on going, but they're off someplace else. And it's because they need to see or hear or feel something else that's mm -hmm. more important mm -hmm. than what we've discussed well and healing is not linear that's right so just like i said you know in order to heal my eating disorder i had to get over that other thing first yeah. do you find it with your clients that their healing isn't linear either right and no one's is <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle right that's right <laughs> so let's talk about some other things you've got going on in the birth chart okay so we have the Planet, the moon, which is that mother archetype mm -hmm. in the sign of Sagittarius. So the moon is not just the mother. It's also our instincts. Mm -hmm. So interesting that both you and your sister have Sagittarius moon. Mm -hmm. You are both world traveling, exciting, mm -hmm. fun, looking for laughter and Sexy. optimism. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about this Sagittarius archetype of being a fully integrated person or trying to find the shades of gray in life rather than the extremes. Black and um, I don't know. It, you're saying that I am? You have this. I, I am gray. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, I, it's I am your tendency gray. to try to merge rather than compartmentalize. You want to try to find uh -huh. the the win win situation or how to be oh that yeah you know <coughs> excuse me yeah I I do that um, I always thought that was part of my uh, personality mm -hmm. or uh, the trauma in which I was raised uh -huh. is try to find the the win win for everybody yeah, yeah yeah well you also have Mars which is Scorpio's ruler, so it's one of the important planets in your birth chart, mm -hmm. in Libra. This is where Mars mm -hmm. is the weakest because it does try to find the win-win. So separate from Sagittarius, Sagittarius mm -hmm. is being able to see the whole spectrum, mm -hmm. all of the different points of views, all the different mm -hmm. ways that we as humans do things, mm -hmm. kind of understanding in an abstract way. Mm -hmm. Libra wants to find what are we all doing? Like how, how, mm -hmm. can, how can you get yours and I get mine? Uh -huh. You know, Sagittarius yeah. is more of the trickster planet. Uh -huh. It wants to go and, and travel and escape things. <laughs> uh -huh. I do that. I don't know if I, maybe I escape. I don't know. I, I, uh, maybe OCD is part of it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but it's also about being fun and optimistic. Uh -huh. and Yeah. Yeah. Know. I can see where, where I do that. Interesting. Uh, also, 
I had originally asked you because I'm cancer everything. Yes, right? a lot of it's strong cancer influence. Yeah, and so you know, uh, even a lot of my friends or a lot of my clients are cancers, and they're very emotional. Aha! Uh-huh, right? Incredibly. And I don't tend to be that way. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm. Uh, You're nurturing. I'm very nurturing. I'm very sensitive. I, I, I have a very high sensitivity. My, I, I can use all of my senses to an extreme. So I'm very sensitive. Yeah. Even maybe having a sixth sense. Yes. Because cancer is the sign of psychic ability. Yes. But I'm not kind of all over the place, as you would say, uh, with a, a, a traditional cancer. Yeah. And because my birthday's on the 17th of July, I asked you if it's maybe I had some Leo. Yeah, well, and you've got the planet Jupiter in Leo. So Jupiter, we think about it as like a zooming out lens. What are mm. you, what's the big picture? So Jupiter in Leo, Leo's the sign of the ego. So that's to say, I am who I am. Oh, that's me. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, and with a Sagittarius uh-huh. moon, being fully integrated in yourself, mm-hmm. being like, I am who I am and I'm shameless. Because <laughs> Sagittarius, it, it really isn't afraid to be honest. Uh-huh. It's the most honest sign. Uh-huh. And then that Jupiter and Leo, it's like, I'm just going to be myself. I don't uh-huh. really want to sugarcoat it. But you have to get over the Mars and Libra wanting to please everybody mm-hmm. in order to bring these other things out more. Mm-hmm. So in the early side of life, did you find that you were constantly trying to, I mean, you're getting slapped with the Bible. Mm-hmm. And were you saying I'm sorry for that? or Was, did I say? Yeah. That I was sorry for? I mean, when if oh. people are pushing you around as a child no. all the time. No, I never said I was sorry uh, for getting slapped with the Bible, but I never talked back. I never stood up for myself. Uh-huh. I never made sense of something. I did what I was told. And, um, you know, back then, you know, I'm 55 years old. <laughs> so back then, uh, especially growing up in Dallas, kids are to be seen, not heard. Uh-huh. So um, It's very similar to my traditional Cuban upbringing. My mom used to say that she was told that all the time. Kids okay. are meant to be seen and not yeah, heard. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, so your mom's probably around my age. So, so yeah, that's um, I I never spoke up for myself. And then having a mother that was an addict, you know, you take on the uh, caregiver role. Yeah. uh, The nurturer. I don't think you mentioned she was an addict yet. Yeah, she um, was an addict, opioid. And I used to see my mom in stupors. As a child, mm. and um, almost like she had demons in her. Almost like she had demons. Uh-huh. But and she had she suffered a, a lot in pain, and so I I I found her to be my uh, strengthening tool for nurturing mm. and caregiving. So it's what trained you. She trained me. You yeah. were trained early on in life to be the mm-hmm. archetypal mother mm-hmm. and that's why you can't do it anymore in this lifetime you've already mm-hmm. developed that skill mm-hmm. now my theory is in astrology you were born into that situation because your soul left off at that place in your last lifetime so a cancer pretty a much being uh-huh. a nurturer so it's kind of like you carry that karma over and then in this lifetime either you or your guide say like what do we need to fix Let's let's do the mother wound. Let's heal that one. Mm-hmm. So you're born into this. Not only the mother wound, but the mother load. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. No, definitely, um, it's uh, it has been uh, the mother because I mean, yeah, our dad was uh, he was tough, you know, but mm. um, I didn't seem to have the issues with my father. I mean, I have issues, don't get me wrong, but sure. not the same type. Well, cancer issues. is your past life sign, which is the mother, and you had more difficult issues there, and your sister had Capricorn as mm-hmm. her past life sign, which is the father. So that's why we're seeing you guys are going in the opposite direction. You get to meet in the middle. 
Uh-huh. I wonder then if we had a past life together. Oh, absolutely. You guys follow Because with her, other. with her and I being the opposites. Uh, well, you're learning from each other. Uh-huh. You know, karmically it's set up where you guys are like, well, you got something I don't. And like, mm-hmm. you want to keep being around each other. Your souls uh-huh. follow each other. Mm-hmm. So you could be mother and daughter in the next lifetime. You could be sisters again, cousins, best friends, mm-hmm. lovers. We, we're a revolving door of characters that we play. Mm-hmm. You know? That's interesting. So it's, you know, you and I have some level of karma because uh-huh. we're sitting here right now. Uh-huh. So everyone that we touch in our lives, there's a certain amount of karma that mm-hmm. we've got with that person. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's good or bad, that really like is up to us to work it out. Right. But... Right. That's or learn from it. Or learn from it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it goes with that phrase. We we have people in for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I'm trying to see if there's anything That's else. It's good that you say that because I get a lot of questions about karma. And I just want to reinforce that karma is not about punishment. No, 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 no. And that's the biggest misunderstanding. Right. Karma is a way uh, to learn. And uh, maybe you can expand on that for just a minute. Absolutely. Uh, Because I get a lot of that. Yeah. Well, in astrology, we've got the north node, which is destiny, and the south node, which is past life. These are kind of the karmic points in the birth chart. It's my favorite thing to look at with a client because it tells us where you've been, Uh what you've done, what you've developed well, and what you can't develop anymore versus where you're going, okay. what's completely untouched or undeveloped, what your soul doesn't have experience doing. So if we've got a karmic contract in the birth chart, I mean, my career placement is Scorpio and my personal life placement is Taurus. So we've got karma right there. For us to have a personal relationship uh-huh. is stabilizing for you. For us to work together, it's comfortable. It makes sense. Uh-huh. We, we're both, I'm an astrologer, you're a uh-huh, hypnotherapist. Uh-huh. But to, for us to really have a personal relationship that helps you in your karma. Oh. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Cuz it's kind of like we're we're developing stability together. Yeah, it's karma is more about uh it's more like a learning tool. Eye-opening yes. learning tool. Yes. Uh than punishment. I agree. I agree. But it can feel like punishment. It can feel like punishment. But you know, it and and you can I the reason why I got into this the uh, the karma is because People will say, well, I hope he gets his karma. I hope she gets her karma. Mm-hmm. But they never do. So why is it different than for some people who get karma and some people who don't? Mm-hmm. Well, because it's just circumstantial, and maybe that has nothing to do with karma. Right. I, I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. But it could also be that if they are not getting their karma from that person, you know, maybe a woman has her husband leave her. And she's like, well, he'll get his. Mm -hmm. But what if he goes off and does the same thing with three other women? But then maybe by the fourth time, he learns a lesson from someone else down the line. Karma does come around, but it's not instant karma. Oh, so you think it is punishment? Well, I don't think it's punishment. I think there's maybe someone down the line where maybe, you know, he will. Karma, I I view it as a karmic correction, Mm -hmm. not punishment. But mm-hmm. we have people in our lives, patterns and cycles will repeat, mm-hmm. which is what our karma is. It's just mm-hmm. the repetition of our patterns mm-hmm. and the results that come from our patterns. Mm-hmm. That's what I believe karma mm-hmm. is. So I don't know if that man will ever be punished, but at some point, either someone's going to have to come along to help break the cycle or he's going to have to do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, there's karma between those women to learn non-attachment from an absent male. Mm-hmm. It goes on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know, my favorite thing to do with my clients is to view everything as a teaching opportunity. That's right. Because what I always say is our demons are our greatest teachers. Mm-hmm. So when we're doing something, mm-hmm. experiencing something that's painful, that's we're, right. we're feeling the lack, we're feeling the absence. Well, how can you turn it on yourself and look inward to fix the problem mm-hmm. rather than complaining and saying, that's right. this karma sucks. Uh-huh. That's right. That's exactly right. And so that's kind of why I think astrology and, and hypnotherapy are some of the most useful tools for us. Uh-huh. They it, are. They and help. anything else that, that works for anybody. I well, don't care. If it works for you. If it works. Go do it. That's right. You know, if you're a man who wants to wear lingerie under your clothes. <laughs> and that works for you. You know, it. if that works for you. Do you. Do it. Go it. If you're <laughs> right. if you want to switch genders, if you want to whatever. Uh-huh. That's 
we all have a karmic purpose. It just involves being brave enough mm -hmm. to be your most authentic self. And imagine a world in which we lived where everyone allowed everyone to do that. Mm. And everyone got to be... Exactly who they wanted exactly to. Exactly who they wanted to be. What type of society would we create? Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how likely it is yet. Uh, mm -hmm. It's interesting because we're moving into the age of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So in astrology, ages last 2,150 years. Mm -hmm. Aquarius is the sign of liberalism, non-binaryism, mm -hmm. um, the world at large, technology. So TikTok is a great metaphor for this age of Aquarius. Uh -huh. Because before, we needed a conduit to go to God. <clears throat> right. Now, we are all God. Because Aquarius right. is the sign of the collective. Mm -hmm. So you can log into TikTok and there's people spouting information and judgments. Right. And before mm -hmm. God was judging us, now we're judging each other. Mm -hmm. So we need to be very careful. That's right. Because I think the extremes are powerful and there is a little bit of witch hunting going on. I see that. You know, mm -hmm. especially to one of my favorite witches, the hypnosis doctor. <laughs> <laughs> So. You know, it's it's interesting because I was telling my sister that my rebuttal uh -huh. videos, it has nothing to do with religion. And my followers or people who comment think it does. It doesn't mm. because I don't care what you worship. I, I don't care. I th I think that anyone ought to be free to worship whoever they want. Or what if you want to worship the toad in the backyard, go do it. I don't I, I, I don't. we all got divinity in us. <laughs> Who says that toad doesn't? That's and right. you know what? Even those devil worshipers, I know people are afraid of that. Mm -hmm. The devil's just an archetype for the father. So Uh-huh. I can see that. You know, so oftentimes you know Satan's got daddy issues, so we can see some of that going on. But of Satan course, daddy. <laughs> it's my favorite <laughs> phrase of life. He was begotten from the heavenly father. Oh, you know what you're going to get from that then? Are you the, saying the that church the church of Satan? Is well, no. Be... Are you saying then that God is the mother? Interesting. What if they're both? They are because we're both. Well, we've got light and dark within mm -hmm. all of us. That's right. And if you can't, you can't move into the light if you don't know your own darkness. Mm -hmm. So... Well, I just have to tell you, Tammy, this has been an incredible episode. Yeah. I want to thank you for your vulnerability, uh -huh. for really being open about some of your past trauma uh -huh. and experiences that you've been through. And congratulations on your TikTok, oh, on thank finding you. the stability in your life, all thank of these you. things. Thank you. Well, congratulations on your show. Thank you. and You deserve it. Thank you. I love you so much. I love you too. And I can't wait to have both you and Stephanie on again I real soon. I can't wait. We're going to have a riot. <laughs> Maybe answer some questions about uh -huh. dating or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. So um, just let, let the listeners know where they can find you. So you can Google me, uh, either Dr. Tammy Hunter, or you can Google the hypnosis doctor. Amazing. And I'm everywhere. She's everywhere I'm all everywhere. the time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank you, Dan.